Hey, everybody. It's October 5th, 2020. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you've reached right now with Stan Wangland. How the heck are you doing today? Come on, tell the truth. How are you doing? How's everything? How's your mental health? How's your economic health? How's your physical health? Are you just about on information overload and, and just saying, wow, man. Well, I don't know about you. Maybe I'm projecting onto all of you folks because I live in the United States of America. I know this show gets uh, heard by people outside of the country. And I also live in New York State, which has been devastated by uh, the COVID virus. One of the highest states in the country at one point in time was the uh, epicenter. And I'm in an area right now that uh, is uh, had done relatively well and is now spiking terribly with COVID because people have, uh, you know, not uh, used common sense uh, as is, you know, prevalent in the world with many individuals. But uh, what a day for a, for a show on right now. I have a great title for my show today, and it really sums it up. It's a little bit of... Uh, Guy Fieri from Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and uh, just <laughs> just what can you say? It's called. I, I think we. I don't think America is in a runaway train right now to crazy town, man. I mean, really. I, I don't care whether you're in Endwell, New York, and you think that things are you know. Oh, you know, it was really good here, and uh, the numbers were low, and. Yeah, today we had, uh, you know, we're in a county of just uh, under a couple of hundred thousand people. Uh, the day before yesterday, we had 150, uh, 110 cases, then 56, 57 on two other days, 51 today. Now, you see, you got to look at these numbers uh, in perspective and how many other people start to get stuff connected with that. You know, in the schools, they've had teachers and local restaurants and bars, establishments and everything else. And, uh, you know, I've posted things on Facebook and done shows on this, and, you know, a million, a bazillion other people have. And uh, you kind of have a responsibility as a human being, uh, you know, to sit out there. I, I always say, you know, what are you going to do? Say, how about those giants? Or, hey, by, by the way, speaking about something other than this madness that we're in, how about that Tom Brady yesterday? Great job, man. Five, five or six TDs. I forget what it was. But he looked pretty good, man. You know, their Buccaneers are doing good, man. Old dude, you know, playing his game. And then I got to go negative on you on this one. Look at all these guys, you know, getting, um, you know, COVID, uh, you know, on the Patriots. Um, you know, the quarterback of the Patriots says COVID. And what are these guys doing? They don't have any masks. They're all hugging after the game, shaking hands. They're, you know, they're getting right up on each other's faces. Coaches without masks on. Come on. It's that runaway train to crazy town. It's nuts. You you know, you don't agree. You don't agree, man. You, you ain't living in the real world as far as I'm concerned. But what do we got going on here in America? Well, you've seen the papers. I mean, you know, Jesus, like anybody else, I, you know, or, or a lot of people actually don't feel that way. They're not sorry for President Trump and uh you know getting sick with the coronavirus they think he's getting what he deserves and uh, he hasn't gotten a big sympathy bounce at all from the american public uh you know other than his base and uh his, his numbers in the polls people think he's been grossly irresponsible a doctor who's not in the military at walter reed hospital you know dr phillips has put out a 
a thing and say, my goodness gracious, are you insane? You know, jeopardizing the lives of uh, Secret Service agents and other people, particularly the Secret Service agents locked in a hermetically sealed car with this guy. Whew. Come on, you know, everybody wants you to get better, man. Or get, no, everybody doesn't want you to get better, but I want you to get better. I don't want to see you dead. I don't, you know, yeah, I, I don't think this guy has learned his lesson. Um, he's not going to learn his lesson, but Again, you know, who wants to see anybody get sick and die? And uh, it's a total madhouse. Uh, I was, you know, talking with people or you're seeing people and I see people where I live and the way that, that people are acting. And I, they just don't get it. Uh, and, you know, just when I think, uh, well, I don't think I'm being a curmudgeon or don't think I'm being irresistible. I leave my home. I go to the store. I go places. I do things, but hey, man, no, I can't go to the movies. And here I see, you know, out only in movies, you know, something about something grandpa with Robert De Niro and Christopher Walken, shown only in the movies. Isn't that friggin' brilliant? I mean, really, Robert De Niro, you've been doing all these things about, um, you know, uh, all, all these uh, things about uh, Robert Mueller on Saturday Night Live, you know, where you want to be a really intelligent guy. You're putting Trump down. You're doing everything else like that. I mean, you're encouraging people in the middle of a friggin' pandemic to go in a movie house. Are you nuts? Are you out of your mind? Even if a state is crazy enough to open them up, we're in an insane environment right now. Insane. It is a runaway train. It's a runaway train. To crazy town. And if you don't think it's crazy, man, uh, you know, everybody has the right to agree. I don't know what kind of dysfunctional world you live in uh, because people now are getting it in droves. Uh, you know, older people over 65 who were for President Trump, you know, at a 4% advantage now are against him, like 27% increase in things. Even younger, uh, uneducated male voters, his block is down almost 10 points. They're saying, man, you know, I want to vote for you, man. I, I, you know, I'm into the racist thing or I'm into the, you know, I don't want to be beat up because I'm white thing or whatever. You know, everybody has their point of view. And I'm not making fun of uneducated white voters, you know, or uneducated black voters or any voter. I mean, everybody has their own perspective on things. But even the people who support him routinely, other than the real diehard, you know, give me a double dose of Kool-Aid drinkers. They're saying. This, you know, this mofo is out of his head. Think if this was your mother or father. Uh, you know, and the pur purpose of this show, uh, who's ever listening to it, uh, keep in mind, this is not my old show, just thinking where I had, you know, thousands upon thousands of viewers. Uh, this is a brand new show. I have a very small audience. And I, to me, I'm just being real on the show. If 10 people listen to the show, great. If 1,000 people listen to the show, it's great. If one person gets positively affected by common sense, uh, then uh, I will feel so much better than I've done my job. I've been a good psychologist. I've been a good person. I've been a good Christian. I've been a decent, um, a, a, a decent grown-up, mature person. And again, I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but hey, there is a but with that. Hey, sometimes the truth hurts or a different opinion hurts or common sense hurts. You know, I don't like it. You don't like it. But that's the way that it is. I mean, look at the shenanigans that are going on. You can't get a straight report from the doctors. And it's not where the American, I don't want to be nosy about the report. 
this guy is elected president. He's, he serves at my pleasure. I don't serve at his and yours. He's supposed to be a public servant. Did you see when he got on Marine One? One of the guys who got in there with him was the guy who holds the, uh, you know, the briefcase for nuclear war. Now, I don't think that there's a nuclear war going to start, but there couldn't be a better time. This is one of the classic scenarios, by the way, in war games. The president of a country gets uh, sick and ill. The government is in a state of confusion. Is now a good time to strike or do something weird? Yes, this is when we're weakened. Well, we've been weakened for four years. This guy's been knocking every civil servant out of there, putting inept people in there. Now he's very ill, even though he's pretending he's not. He's on medications, which I'm saying as a professional, healthcare professional, I don't, I'm not a medical doctor, but if he was a, one of the people come to one of my clinics or one of the people I was making an eligibility determination on, we have to say, what is his mental functioning? I mean, we do a mental status on this guy. It could be affected by medication. Like, like you or I could be affected by, um, uh, you know, by a tumor or uh, some kind of, other, you know, some other kind of medical problem. This guy's on experimental drugs and cocktails and everything. There's no uh, next chain of command. Uh, he gets a wild hair up his ass, as, as they say in Brooklyn, and jumps on a goddamn, uh, you know, armor-plated SUV and starts riding around the block waving at people. This is the leader of the free world. This is the guy who has this button on his finger on the button. I've been saying this for five years, like other people have. Are you out of your mind? Well, what you, this is what a, what a nine-year-old would do. So, hey, man, you got to vote this guy out, or and you got to start, and I've got to start calling people up in positions of authority in the government, saying, hey, man, you know. You got to put a lid on this stuff with this guy or keep your eyes open in case you got to put him in check, man. As Joe Biden would say, here's the deal. Hey, you, you got to do this and I have to do this like our lives dependent on it because they do. And you've got 211,000 going on 212,000 unsatisfied customers who are in the grave. Many of which due to this nut and the crazy policies and everything else. So this is a madhouse ride. This is a madhouse. It is lying, this possibility of this guy trying to null and void the election, the debate performance, he gets sick, which is karma, he gets but Nine people so far from the Rose Garden thing and more to follow. And what's the agenda? You got people going bankrupt. You got people going broke. They can't pay their bills. They can't do anything. There's no stimulus package. They're looking to ramrod some Supreme Court justice through, which is a whole other issue. What's the agenda? It's not just to stack the court uh, in case this guy challenges the election, which he he wants that part there because that's what he plans on doing if he survives this, or there's not a complete friggin' blowout, uh, you know, uh, you know, for Joe Biden which there may very well be or may not be. I don't know. I'm not a soothsayer. If there is, that's all the better. Get out and vote to make sure that happened and let's avoid a constitutional and legal and uh, uh, another pro problem on this mad, crazy uh, runaway train to crazy town. But what he's really trying to do, ladies and gentlemen, it's not even Roe versus Wade. That's patronizing. 
the um, uh, you know the, the the you know pro-life people and evangelical people and the Roman Catholic Church or whoever. Yeah, you know, I get all that politically. What he's looking to do, and what Mitch McConnell's looking to do, and the Republicans, Republicans looking to do, and man, you better put your glasses on, is he's looking to make null and void the Affordable Care Act. Why? Because the insurance industry is worth bazillions, not billions, not trillions, bazillions. They don't want to pay for your pre-existing conditions or mine or anything else like that. Because huge numbers of the American population have those pre-existing conditions. And these sons of guns have to pay money. And money, money, money. So follow the money. Look at all the illegal stuff that these guys do. Look, follow the power, follow the money. This isn't about anti-communism and anti-socialism and I'm a Democrat. No, there's a couple of agendas here. One of the agendas is that uh, let's keep it all white uh, as the people of color are become the majority and white people uh, who are in there, you know, I, and I can say I understand that. They have great trepidation over what direction the country's going to take. There's a lot of shaming of white people in America that I think is unnecessary. You know, owning accountability or saying, you know, I understand that there's been white privileges is one thing. There's a whole other show. But, you know, beating the shit out of somebody because they're uh, white or male or female or black, that's crazy. It was cra It's crazy when it's done to a black person. It's crazy when it's done to a woman. It's crazy when it's done to anybody. So, uh, you feed into that population, uh, you know, they feed into that. And then the other thing is the stock market. Well, the vast majority of people have nothing to do with the stock market. The vast majority. They're just looking, you know, they were, they were one paycheck away from disaster. And now they're a hundred times worse off. And this guy's running around saying, do your job, Congress, give him a stimulus. Well, he's in the hospital. Hasn't done anything before that. No plan. No cohesive plan across the country. And this shit keeps rolling on and rolling on and rolling on. And you know what? Younger people, people under the age of 50, particularly people you know, in their 20s, people in their 30s and early 40s, they think they're invulnerable to this stuff. And they're not. They have a much lower chance of dying than a person like me. But they have a very high chance of walking away with an illness that lasts for a long time or perhaps a lifetime. And uh, your pre-existing condition from this is gonna be gone. But more importantly, for people who sit there and have no, they have courage with my life as a vulnerable person or some other person, but not with their own. They don't wanna do anything for the public good. They wanna go, you know, go out to the restaurant, go to the bar, get entertained or whatever, you know, life has to be normal. Well, it's not normal. We haven't got this under control yet. And we're not gonna get this runaway train to crazy town under control until everybody pulls their weight. But here's the deal, and I put on a little post that lots of people have shared. You see, because some of us older people, as well as some young people, understand uh, you trying to be uh, critical thinkers, what's gonna happen? Just like people knew that this guy eventually was gonna get nailed, whether with coronavirus or some terrible thing, and it came sooner than later. Frankly, I've been, I think it's a no-brainer. It's just a question of when, not if it's going to happen. And I'm talking about the president. He'll be lucky if he survives. But for those of you who can't seem to understand you're on a runaway train to crazy town, 
you better because you see you have an idea that 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 you want things back to normal because this all affects other people and not you and like i pointed out in my little thing think again buckwheat think again because it really does affect you and uh yeah, big time how does it affect you because this country is bankrupt man you know in the state that i live in new york and think of the states that don't have any money like we do uh, you're going to we're already starting to have furloughs places like disney other places twenty six thousand people laid off man we're just at the you ain't at the tunnel yet of the first wave the money's going to stop it has already well you'll be lucky if you get you know hope to god you get biden in he's not going to bankrupt the country the country's already bankrupt he's going to reallocate money to to people who need it he's not going to ruin big business you can't have a robber baron profits you know they're going to make money anyway they, they can't make the amount of money that they're making at your expense and the country's expense we got to prime the pump we got to get things rolling we got to do things like we did uh, in World War II, in the Depression, and things like that, to get the country moving in a sensible direction, in a coherent fashion, and adjust the plan as necessary. This can't be this crazy, freewheeling, impulsive madness. It's madness, folks. And I know we keep hearing this, but people have to share that understanding. If you love the president and you love people like that, fine. You can love somebody and understand they're batshit crazy. You get it? Now, I'm telling you uh, on my little Facebook thing, I, I don't have 40 million uh, friends on there or views. I don't do that. I just basically keep it to a few people that I know. You have professional nurses, infection control nurses, professional psychologists, people who are, I mean, come on. That also, you know, where I said, geez, I'm sorry for putting out another book. No, thanks, Dan. Thanks for keeping it real. Thanks for reminding us. Thanks for putting it out there. Why do I do it? I don't need to. Man, I've been hurt all my life. I'm 70 years old. I've been hurt too much. Okay? Not too little. Too much. But when we know something, when we have an idea that's helpful, shouldn't we share it? I don't want to beat you up. I don't want to make you feel bad. I want you to, to live. But if you're bound and determined to die, don't take the country with you. You've got to be part of the solution. You've got to be reasonable. The vast majority of people won't be, or I can't say the vast majority, a very sizable number of people will not be. And until they are, or, or made to be, uh, the, the country can't get under control and this will go on and on and on. So what's in it for you if you're a younger person that thinks they're invulnerable right now? You're not gonna wind up having Medicare when you're older or a good healthcare policy. You're not going to have the infrastructure that you wanted because you're going to be broke. You're not going to have Social Security. You're not going to have other entitlements or programs or things to participate in that are decent and wonderful and that all civilized countries aspire to in the 21st century. You're going to go backwards in time. And the job market is going to freeze up. And you're going to be so far behind, it'll be decade upon decade for you to get back. For those of you who are, you know, um, Generation X, I don't even know what, what generation or millennials. Millennials, you may have a chance later on in, in, in a few decades. Those of you who have children now who are, you know, 
5, 10, 15, 20. I, I can't see any of those people as having any of the um, appropriate type of uh, supports and services that our country could provide for them in the future unless we get a grip on things. And there's really imminent danger of a, a major collapse if this guy gets elected because this the, the, the negligence is, is unbelievable. We're heading towards 250,000 deaths. And if you're one of these people who keeps going around saying, oh, it's like the flu, you're out of your mind. And somebody needs to tell you for your own good. You're out of your friggin' mind. The guy running around who's in that hospital at Walter Reed, remember one thing. You're not going to Walter Reed if you get sick. You are not going to get all those experimental drugs. You're not going to have secret service agents. You know where you're going to be? You're going to be in the emergency room for a shitload of time, and you're lucky if you get in, and then the place is going to be overcrowded, and you're going to get whatever you get. That's what you're going to get. Because the 95% of you and more don't have any exceptional insurance or exceptional ability any more than anybody else. You're going to get the leftovers. And God forbid this place goes batshit like it did in New York City, where places get overwhelmed. Don't you get it? Yeah, better. Now I'm going to make one last thing on this 22-minute-plus show, which is really pretty short for such an important topic on a runaway train to, to, to crazy town. If you think I'm giving you that same liberal bullshit and I'm an egotistical maniac who wants to control you and tell you how to think and you're entitled to your opinion, you are entitled to all those thoughts and opinions and everything else like that. But I'll tell you what my proof in the pudding is. As I was listening to the news today, they were talking about other world leaders and how they have handled the pandemic. Now, you check it out for yourself. The, uh, you know, the Darth Vader for the United States of our adversaries, I would say, is Vladimir Putin. It wouldn't be Kim Jong-un. I mean, this country doesn't equalize or anything. And it wouldn't be Xi from China, but it, it would be Putin. Putin is, was pissed off at the United States for a whole variety of reasons I could do all the show on. Vladimir Putin is also, and was, the uh, head of the Soviet Union's KGB, which up with the CIA and the Mossad uh, from Israel, with the premier intelligence agencies in the world. Listen to that again, folks. He headed it. And he also headed it in a government that bumps people off. They're not civil servants over there. You don't do your job, they, they, they bump you off. Uh, it's, there's a lot of uh, very serious intrigue in that. So you have to be a pretty sharp customer to do that stuff. And, uh, you know, he's been pretty effective with uh, what he's done with the United States with calling things, uh, you know, right with Trump and everything else like that, pushing things. He relies, as all intelligence people do, on empirical evidence, information. He implies on analysis, projected probability theories, you know, where you can't say for sure, but kind of like living your life like a card counter, what I talk about in shows. That's a, scientists, you know, and, and intelligent people do that. They say, we're, these are calculated odds. Military people, like to try and give you percentages and odds. That's his specialty. 
That's what's kept him alive. That's what's made him the president of Russia or the premier or whatever the hell his title is. That's what makes him probably the first or second richest man in the world because of all the money he has hidden all over the world and the accounts. He has vast wealth and keeps him in power and all those kinds of things because he's devious, because he's ruthless, because he's calculating. Now, what does Putin have to do with a runaway train to crazy town? He, he's not responsible for that. We are. We don't have that mindset. We're stupid and greedy. We like denial. We like our, you know, we in the middle of a pandemic, we want to go to Golden Corral. You have to go to the movies. You, you have to sit at the bar and you got to, you know, you, you got to take your mask off. For what goddamn purpose? You know where Putin has been for six months? Check the news out. Any source you want. He's been primarily in isolation 100% of the time. Hello? Did you hear that term? Isolation. No, he hasn't sat there and looked like he's a nut job. He's been isolated from other people. He does things virtually. I was listening today that as people come to see him, staff or whatever, they come through a, de a decontamination tunnel when they see him and leave the same way. Is he a nut? Is he paranoid? I don't think so. He's smart. He knows he's dealing with a very serious thing and he does and rushes in the midst of it up to their ass. So he wants to take care of what? Number one, old Uncle Vladimir himself. So who are you gonna follow? Are you gonna follow a guy who is the head of the KGB, who's ruthless? who knows how to use power, or are you going to use a failed real estate developer who didn't even realize he was going to get elected, and he got elected by accident, and he's ruined our country. He's running around, you know, with, in the middle of receiving experimental treatments with two secret service agencies with, two secret service agents with hazmat suits on. Who's the dope here? Who's the sap? Me for saying the same old thing and other people saying, put your mask on for Christ's sakes. Keep, keep it on the down low and let's keep it on the down low together so we can get this shit under control. Who's the sap? Me or you? If you're out there running and ramming, man, and having to do your own thing. You're going to get it up the wazoo, buddy. And you're getting it right now. This is just the beginning. Just saying, that's a runaway train to crazy town. That's what it looks like. And the sad thing is when people don't even know they're on it. And you hear boop, boop. You hear that train. You hear that warning whistle. People are trying to hit the brakes that have some sanity. And other people are saying, hey, open the windows, man. Full steam ahead. You're going right off the cliff. I enjoy doing this show because I'm telling you right now what I'm seeing right now. And uh, if you don't believe that, look at that May show I did on hubris, and there's more hubris to follow. Other people are saying it. Look at the New York Times. Look at any, any place that you're seeing. You got nine people right in the administration. You got senators all over. The, it's a madhouse, ladies and gentlemen. It's a madhouse. Anyway, uh, I don't know, man. If you've got any good chips with the Lord or you got some kind of good vibes or you're in right with the universe, or uh, Allah, or, or somebody, put a good word in for humanity.
Because if this isn't positively apocalyptic, I don't know what is. It's, uh, I know everybody doesn't want to have uh, any bad news. They don't want to be upset. We want everything back to normal. Well, then gosh darn it, you got to work for it, and I've got to work for it. we got to work like a team. we got to use common sense and work together. And I hope that inspires you. I hope uh, it gets you mad, makes you check out the things that I've said. And maybe it'll put a little doubt in your mind if you're out there doing crazy things and say it's never too late to, to, to straighten up a little bit and get with the friggin' program. You know, come on in for the big win of sanity. Because everybody from doctors to the Secret Service to generals to secretaries of state to former presidents has said this is bizarre. The only thing that is needed in the White House right now uh, is uh, one of those big friggin' uh, tea hats for the Mad Hatter. Where they can say, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date and run around and jump down the rabbit hole. Because it's it's as crazy as Alice in Wonderland. Anyway, have a nice day. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Right Now. Uh, it's Jesus, if you don't like it, it certainly made me feel better spewing it out. <laughs> because it's uh, frightening uh, in the course of my day. If I take five minutes to look at anything, it's like, whoa. So I will catch you later. Bye-bye. This show was written, produced, hosted, and directed by Stan Wengland. Thanks for listening.